0: Hey, good evening guys. This is Jason with Sanctified Studios here. I'm here with my lovely wife Nikki.
1: Hey everybody.
0: Thanks for tuning in again guys. It's been a couple of weeks. We missed you.
1: Mm-hmm. It's good to be back in the studio.
0: It really is. It feels, it does. It's really nice. To, it feels really nice to be sitting at the table with yeah. the mics, notes. Yes. It's been a busy couple of weeks. Um, we got some updates. Why don't you tell them uh, what's new for the podcast?
1: Yeah, so uh, we got some merchandise, everybody. Merch. Merch alert.
0: People have been asking for all sorts of stuff. Like, do you guys have hoodies or any t-shirts or anything cool?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we don't have hoodies yet. It's not exactly hoodie season, but maybe. We'll see. Uh, But we actually do now have t-shirts and mugs available. Um, If you head on over to our Facebook page, you can check those out. I posted pictures of them so you can see what they look like. Yeah, check
0: out the design, see what you think. It's basically our podcast logo uh, on a t-shirt with a couple extra things.
1: Yeah, on the back, it's got the big logo and underneath it says set apart for God's purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Sanctified. Yes. So yeah, the, the shirts were asking 25 and the mugs are 20. So if you're interested in supporting us, um, and that way, you know, reach out to us. You can either direct message us or uh, email us at sanctified at gmail.com.
0: That's right. They're pretty sweet. They're really nice mugs. We like coffee. I know you like coffee, so mm-hmm. it would be really nice sitting on your desk. I bet you would love it.
1: Yeah, for sure. And the t shirts <laughs> nice and soft. It's comfy. It's cool. So absolutely get yourself some. Merch. That's a
0: good feedback. Uh, the shirts are really nice printed by the home girl and sister. In Christ, Katrina over at 145 Studios.
1: 45 Design.
0: 145 Design. Yes. My bad.
1: Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Bad yeah, but yeah. Bad memory. Yeah, she's She awesome does a though. great
0: job on shirts over there. She do screen printing, mm-hmm. uh, um, all, heat transfers, all sorts of stuff. She does design too, so yeah. go check her out. If you need some sort of design um, uh, thought up, printed up, she'll nail it. Yeah,
1: definitely. She rocks. She helped us a lot. So thanks Katrina, you rock.
0: You're the bomb. <laughs> but so today's episode, folks, we got a sensitive one. Yeah. We got uh, a touchy t- topic. Um we're going to we wanted to talk about sexual immorality.
1: What? <clears throat> oh man. It's a dark one.
0: It's a dark it c- it can be dark. Um it's prevalent mm-hmm. these days
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so many places you can go with it really i mean it's mm-hmm. it's all over the place um, yeah. even if you're not even if you're like actively trying to stay away from some sort of like sexual deviant or exposure to sexual based type of media it's almost impossible
2: mm-hmm.
0: It's it's like in ads it's like it's in pop-ups, it's like all over the dang place. Mm-hmm. You know, suggested posts on social media, mm-hmm. all over the dang place. Why don't you tell them, Nikki, how did we arrive on this topic?
1: <laughs> yeah, so interesting. Um, a couple weeks ago, you know, we did our 4th of July episode and everything, and then we were kind of running dry on material a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we weren't quite sure what we were going to talk about next. No and guests
0: lined up. Yeah, no, no guests
1: lined up. We're trying to get better about that, though, um, in the coming weeks. But in the meantime, we were just kind of praying, you know, um, asking God, give us something to talk about. And literally that night that, at least for me, that I was praying about that, um, I went to bed or at least tried to go to bed. And the whole night, God kept me up and he was giving me like this vision of talking about this particular topic. Because myself, along with many, many other, you know, people out there, we struggle with, mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, sexual desires and things mm-hmm. like that. It's pretty prevalent. Very common. Very common. And um, so God kind of put it on my heart that it's an important topic to, touch, you know, talk about. And he kept me up all night long. And in the morning, when I finally got up, Turned my phone on, and the verse of the day that popped up on my phone was actually First Corinthians chapter five, and the title of that section is "Sexual Immorality Defiles the Church." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta love when God does that. Big right? old sign. <laughs> <laughs> it just kind of hit it home, and I was like, "All right, God, I hear you loud and clear." Like, is
0: this gonna be it?
1: Yeah. Is this what you want? Yeah. He, yeah. He made it very apparent that this is what we should be talking about and you know I was kind of nervous because it is kind of a touchy subject and it is kind of dark and dirty and dingy kind of feeling and um, it's just a a Mm -hmm. taboo subject. Sure. And I actually brought it up to like our small group folks Mm -hmm. you know the next day and I said like God put this on my heart you know I think we need to talk about it and they were all in agreement, that absolutely a hundred percent we need to talk about this.
0: Nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. it was just
1: really encouraging. Um, it was. Yeah. For so. such a
0: sensitive topic. Yeah. It's, we got encouraged to, to speak about it. You know, when, yeah. when Nikki was delivered that sign. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you read us? So in particular, there was one section of that verse. So Corinthians, it was uh, 1 Corinthians 5, mm-hmm. verse 6
1: through 8. Yeah. So that one. In it's partic- a good jump off. Why don't yeah. you read that one to us? Yeah. So that verse, those verses say, your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little leaven leavens the whole lump? Cleanse out the old leaven that you may be a new lump as you really are unleavened. For Christ, our Passover lamb has been sacrificed.
0: Excellent. Yeah. So. What's it talking about there? It's talking about leaven.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've um, a few weeks ago um, in Luke, we were talking about the leaven as well. Well, months ago now, I think.
1: Yeah. we have been of, in Luke for like two years. The leaven now. of
0: the Pharisees. And our pastors at the church, shout out. Mm-hmm. They, um, they were, you know, they broke it down for us pretty good as far as, you know, what is leaven?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Do you remember what they were saying? They were saying, you know, the, the leaven is, is like the part that you use to make bread. Right. And even just a little bit of leaven will overtake like a big chunk of I'm going I'm to say dough. I'm not I'm not a baker, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. uh, that's how I understood it when they were describing it. Right. That a piece of le- little even a little bit of tiny bit of leaven can overtake this entire other piece of material. Yeah. And in this sense, what we're talking about here, um, what we're talking about, the leaven is sexual immorality. Yeah. Essentially, mm-hmm. it's, it, little, even just a little bit can defile the soul, the body, the mind, your eye, mm-hmm. yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. You know, um, it's pretty wild. And so one of the things we wanted to start with was like how, how crazy accessible is is porn or any sort of like media like that these days. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Mm hmm. It's a, from, from like the internet, you have instant access to all this stuff.
1: Yeah. And like talking with our peers that are our age, you know, growing up, same generation, mm. same time frame, you know, we we were raised basically in the 90s, right? Yep. And that's uh, where the internet came into play. Mm. And prior to the 90s, you know, if if you wanted to get access to porn or anything like that, we had to like physically go out to a store yeah you know
0: go to the porn shop the triple x or whatever they're yeah yeah they're, in your local city there's gonna be one exactly um take it even further we were just watching that thing you know people had to go to theaters
1: yes yes like a
0: public theater
1: yep Purchase tickets, go see it. Yeah, it was really, yeah, That really
0: weird. That is so weird. I couldn't even imagine. That would be so gross. I
1: know. It's just disgusting. (laughs) It's just disgusting. It makes me cringe.
0: Like, oh, gosh.
1: Yeah, just out in the open like Uh, that. Anyways. Anyway, but then that morphed, you know, and now, and then it turned into the internet. Mm. And so, like, I know that, you know, growing up, you know, you had that new exposure to this thing that, like, gives you access to all kinds of material um at your fingertips you don't even have to leave your home right mm-hmm. you know there's free free yeah. sites out there that you know if you find out what they are you know it's easy mm-hmm. access and you can just do it whatever yeah and the, home, the secret wherever, corner or whatever wherever
0: <laughs> yeah. you are with a internet connection yeah it's like geez it, it really changed the whole like game
1: oh absolutely as far
0: as um as far, because let's say, like in the past, right, um, pre-internet, mm-hmm. like you said, you got to go to the store, mm-hmm. and then, and then, like, you know, what, what other time did you have, you know, if, if, if you were going to masturbate or, or anything like that, right? What? So then, it, it, there's there's like a, it, I feel like nowadays you have so much more time to indulge in these things because of how mobile and accessible it is, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like you can stay in this place of mind. Longer.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Because it's always right there. Yes. Because as opposed to like getting your magazine or getting your VHS and then making a time for it, like Ernie was just talking about setting aside, setting aside time to sin, mm. which is another
2: mm-hmm. issue.
0: Pre-planning your sin
2: <laughs> yeah. is
0: what it was before. Oh, yeah. Are you, okay, my parents are going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Pre-planning. Yep. You know, of setting aside, setting aside time for this. Well, I guess what I'm saying is that... Now with the advent of the internet and our mobile devices and inter- Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. you can stay in this frame of mind mm. like all day long. Whoa. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and whether it be your morning check-in to Facebook or Instagram, mm. or it be like, if, if, or if you're a serious sexual addict and you're actually, you know. You, you know watching porn and masturbating like every whatever mm-hmm. couple hours or something crazy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it, it changed the game up.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's like
0: constantly there with you. Absolutely. At your fingertips, you know, it's so crazy. Yeah. Technology, man. Yeah. What a double-edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one thing, the accessibility. Yes. It's everywhere. It's everywhere.
1: Everywhere you look. Mm-hmm. Even like the video games you play, like we were just talking about earlier before mm, yeah. we started recording. It's like even in the loading screen. Yeah. Of, like one of the games that you play. Yeah. It's like right there in your face. Yep. Just scantily clad women.
0: And it's weird. Like what is the correlation? Like the game we're talking about, it's called PUBG. I don't uh-huh. wanna go too much into it. It's a silly shoot 'em up game, mm-hmm. battle royale, last man standing, whatever. It's a shoot 'em up game. Yeah. Like what is the relevance to like the sexual themes of like the characters and stuff? Yeah. Like the loading screen is like this half-naked chick. Mhm. You know, and it's like I, it's just weird. You know, they just like boop, drop it here.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: For anybody, you know, whatever. Yeah. It, it's like it's strange, you know. it does seemingly doesn't have a place there like a shooting game, but they put it there.
1: Yeah. And now it's like so like realistic looking too.
0: Oh, that too.
2: Yeah. Like
1: my goodness, we have this other Xbox and it's got <laughs> like a bajillion games from like Atari all the way to whatever, PlayStation or something. Mm-hmm. And even that game. That's true. There was still like, you know, that it was like a racing game. Cruisin'
0: USA. Cruise we were playing US. it last night.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's right. At the yes.
0: finish line. Yeah. It was yes. all a bunch of scantily clad sort of, you know, in the racing game.
1: Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, get you could it. barely make out what the heck they were because it was so pixelated. It's pixelated. <laughs> but you know, it's still they were. My ten-year-old trying... self got the idea exactly. You
0: know, so, but yeah, it's it's interesting, and that, I guess like a like segue into like our net like uh, the next um, point there would be like, as a youngster, because I, I guess I'll start like as a youngster, even in like the '90s, right? So cable TV. Um, late-night shows, HBO. Mm. Those were some of the things that um, that I had exposure to.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and also a common thing with the 90s was latchkey kids.
1: Mm. Yes, I was one of those.
0: I was also a latchkey kid. If you don't know what a latchkey kid is, folks, mm-hmm. um, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, shoot me an email or something, but <laughs> what I understand it <laughs> as is uh, when you were a kid and you had two parents that worked and you spent a number of hours either during summer or after school alone mm-hmm. with free reign of the house. Yes. And that was, <laughs> it's interesting to read about these things. Cause it's like, Whoa, that was the total thing, you know? And yes, I could see where that was a major problem for me. Yes. <laughs> And my self control yes. back then, right? Yes. And so,
1: idle hands do the devil's work.
0: Idle hands—they're yes. so dangerous. That's not—that's not just a what is it? A, a metaphor? I don't it's
1: know.
0: It's not just a saying, folks. That's like it's real. True. That's true. Yep. Boredom.
1: Oh yeah. So curiosity. Much yes, curiosity. You know what it
0: did to the cat.
1: Yes. Anyways,
0: but as a, <laughs> as a latchkey kid, um, I had so much time. you know, to myself and my Mm -hmm. thoughts and my desires and coupled with the already existing themes that I had grown up with, you know, through other media and things like that and music videos and thing, just things that included sexual um, images. Mm -hmm. I, it was only natural for me to like, I don't know why. I mean, well, I guess I know why it's because we're built with sin, but Mm -hmm. the, um, I just always, I, I gravitated towards like adult things,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, when I was younger, like 10 to, to 14, mm-hmm. you know, I was really interested in like, um, adult shows, like uh, especially HBO, mm. my goodness. Like HBO practically taught me everything there was, uh, everything I needed to know or everything I knew back then about sex. Yeah. They had all the shows. They had what? Like taxicab confessions. They had um, real sex. They had all those like adult shows that were completely accessible. Mm. You know, so at, at like any other young kid, I'm assuming that, that that didn't have like a super close relationship with Christ, it was only natural that I was going to like gravitate to those things. Yeah. Out of curiosity. Yep. And going through adolescence. I know uh, for one, uh, w- growing up it, um from From ten to all the way through high school, it was, it was like, cool, to talk about, you know, to to talk um, like, about sexual things mm-hmm. and to, to comment on on girls and. It was just kind of a cool guy thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's strange, but it,
1: it's even more amplified nowadays totally so that was just I feel like that was kind of the beginning I mean it's all been stemmed from like you know the sexual revolution and all that stuff but it's just been growing like Mm -hmm. exponentially decade after decade um but yeah it's it's crazy yeah it's crazy and now it's like kids are like sexualized at such a young age in school Mm -hmm. you know and that's like super disturbing Mm -hmm. um and like the fact that like the teachers openly talk about stuff with them now, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that wasn't really going on when I was in school. I, don't no, know I didn't experience
0: anything like that. No, That's I mean, we had sure.
1: we had health class. We had
0: and, and when I was growing up in fifth grade, we had that one. It was one event. Mm. And it was like the life changes video. Oh, yes. I'm throwing oh. up the the air quotes, <laughs> folks. You might have yes. seen it. Oh, yeah. But they separated the boys and the girls and you went into a separate classroom and you watched this life changes video about puberty. Yep. About the birds and the bees, essentially. Exactly. And that was the only time I ever remember any sort of teacher or adult talking to me about sex or sexuality as a child.
1: Yeah. We had a few more classes other than that. Like we had a health class, Mm -hmm. you know, um, in middle school. Mm -hmm. And I also think in high school, too. Um, But it wasn't, you know, it was like a dedicated class. It wasn't like common discussion as far as like the adults with the kids. Like they just, you know, it wasn't really a thing, Mm -hmm. you know. And I, I can't even imagine nowadays like what it's like going through school. It's kind of weird. It's super weird. It's a touchy
0: subject. You know, some people say it's fine. Some mm-hmm. people say it's not fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I would imagine. Oh, I don't know. I know for sure I'm on the side of it's not fine.
1: No. There's but, no reason for like kindergartners to be exposed to any of that stuff. Right. You know, that's just ridiculous. So It's so
0: strange. And then I, I've heard like people like... um. Like no, it's not influencing them. You're teaching, you know, them tolerance. I, I, I don't, I don't really buy that. How could you not be influencing them with an idea that's foreign? Mm-hmm. So you, you're telling me that like a first grader, right? A first grader is from America and he's never seen. Let's say he doesn't have access to TV, radio, anything. You're telling me that like he's gonna be inclined to play pretend, like he's. Um, Like a, I don't like a samurai, and if he doesn't even know what a samurai is, Mm. you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like you see what I'm getting at there? Like kids are gonna mimic and pretend and play with these ideas and and institute them in their lives, whether through imagination or through whatever, um, based on what's being fed to them.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: You know what I mean? I was like, I always wanted to be like a ninja for Halloween when I was younger. Why? Cuz I was in love with the Ninja Turtles. This yeah. is what I watched cuz it's what I see I'm mimicking.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, and so you can't tell me that we're not implanting these things that I don't even know how to finish that. But you can't tell me that we're not like giving these ideas to kids.
1: Yeah. And giving these sinful. ideas of
0: fluid gender, of fluid yes. sexuality, of sexual liberation. Things like that. that those are all foreign thoughts to a child unless you tell them
1: yeah exactly you know,
0: it's so weird it's so weird. but i'm just a simpleton i guess you know i'm just a
1: <laughs> i know and it's always weird like i feel weird talking about it too because like we don't have kids
0: right oh that too i have no place to say yeah because i don't have kids yeah give me a break
1: but we're having to deal with these kids as they grow up you know they're the next generation true and so we're exposed to it too you know we're yeah. gonna have to deal with the implications from all of this craziness mm-hmm. eventually. And it's weird. It's really, really weird. It's
0: really strange. Uh, so I mean, like the overexposure,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? The, the overexposure. So, for instance, um, for instance, uh, about a year ago, I wanted to say I really started to make a conscience of of reducing my exposure, and so I started purging my Instagram. Mm. So here's a, this is one thing I noticed. It was last year. I don't remember what time last year. And I remember I was looking at like gun and car stuff or something. Cause I like shooting sports and cars. Mm-hmm. In case you guys didn't know me at all. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And scrolling, scrolling, car, gun, shooting, car, half naked chick.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And it's like, huh?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where did that come from? It's like,
0: huh? And and that's just the way Instagram is. Like they take what you, what you follow and then give you the, the suggestions or whatever. And then, yeah, that's how, whatever. And then that's how the algorithm goes. And Mm -hmm. so it's like, interesting. Okay. So it's like, I start to see, you can see like, okay, b- this is shown to you because you liked or because you follow. And so, so it's like interesting to retrace, you know, how, like where the things are coming from. And
1: where it, it took a terrible Yeah, long-turn. it's like, okay, <laughs> wait,
0: first I liked the Chevy page and then I liked the guy who builds the Chevy or like whatever, you know, and it yeah. gets, and it spirals very quickly. It goes from like uh, just a truck to a truck and a sunrise to a truck and a, a racer girl to a truck with a racer girl with booty shorts to, a, it, you know what I mean? Like it yeah. just, it gets like more and more and more. And then next thing you know, that's all your Instagram, mm-hmm. like in a way. Yeah. And then, so yeah, that's another way that I'm noticing like the exposure. Like it, it's not, you don't even have to search it out. It's yeah. like being offered to you.
1: That's crazy.
0: At all, all times. You know? That's
1: crazy. Like it's so true. Cuz yeah, back in the day you would have to actually type in exactly what you're searching for. True. In order for it to come up.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and now
0: with the world of algorithms.
1: Yeah, with the world of algorithms and AI and all that good and marketing stuff. Marketing stuff. Yes. Like, you guys
0: know, you you, t- you type in Crockpot, you know, once.
1: If you just say Crockpot. You just say Crockpot around your phone. You
0: look at the dang Crockpot. Yes. And you're going to have ads. Yes. Everywhere.
1: Yep. It's pretty pretty crazy. It's
0: trippy. This is the world we live in, you know, and we're yeah. like inundated with these things, images, ideas, themes. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at um look at the look at any common bingeable series, right? Like on Netflix, Amazon Prime, whatever. Look at the big ones. They're all Like riddled and based in sexual immorality.
1: Oh, absolutely. Even the shows that like they start out great and like they're funny or whatever, seemingly Mm. fairly innocent. Mm. It's like you get into season two and then all of a sudden
0: Mm. it goes, oh my gosh. Yeah, that's right.
1: And then it pushes like whatever woke culture,
0: whatever the current social narrative.
1: They're like, look, this is my girlfriend. You know? And it's like, why is that necessary? right like, why with, is that with necessary? the 14 year old character yeah yes or yeah. yeah yeah
0: it's really it's um it's obvious
1: it's so in your face it's space. super obvious it just know? it ruins the shows and it like look at um it's, it's terrible what was that
0: netflix series little cuties or whatever oh gosh like whoa
1: wow whoa yeah
0: it, but other things are taken down
1: yeah like you know, the, like
0: a simple talk about like between two scholars about any given topic could be taken down. Yes. You know, or, you, I mean, you know what those topics are, people. You can't even say certain things about what happened the last couple of years or content will be removed. Oh, I know. You know, but
1: censorship is crazy.
0: censorship goes so heavy on certain things but not on some other things. Yep. Like little cuties or whatever that show is. It's
1: so disturbing.
0: Um so that was a, a that was And that's the thing. It's like I feel like they obviously they know what they're doing they know what they're doing when they're coming up with these blatantly obvious shows,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
0: they're, they 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 market it as like, Oh my gosh, look at this like strange world of pageant
2: mm-hmm. life
0: and pageant family. But you know, they know what they're producing. Mm-hmm. They know that nobody gives a dang about pageant life.
2: Exactly. They, they know that
0: just with their little 15, 30 second trailer and the imagery they're portraying and showing, they're immediately gathering viewers. Mm-hmm. You know, people are are weird.
1: They're twisted.
0: We're, we live in strange. a very,
1: very broken world, that's yeah. for sure.
0: The desires are no joke.
1: They're out of control. It's out of control.
0: Speaking of desires, I want to drop a verse in there.
1: Mm.
0: That's a good spot, yeah, spot sure. for a verse. Which one? So going over all this stuff, man, I wanted to... Um, I feel like with the desires and the lust and the flesh, I mean, in 1 John 2... Verse 16. Hit us up there.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. 1 John 2. Oh, 16. here we go. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life is not from the father, but is from the world.
0: Boom. Amen. Mm hmm. So, what is, what is it saying there? I mean, it's acknowledging these desires. It's acknowledging the lust of the flesh.
2: Mm-hmm. Not
0: just of the flesh, of the eyes. When I think of the eyes, you know, lust of the eyes, that's like a sin of the heart. Like, there's another saying too where people say, uh, you can look, but you can't touch.
1: Hmm. Oh, that's a good, yeah.
0: You know, but looking is a sin of the heart. Like, is what, like, you just, I abused that girl, that man, whatever. Mm. You know what I mean? You just, in your heart, you just ran through a whole series of things. And, yeah.
1: Don't they say, like, your eyes are the gateway to your soul? I think so. So it's, like, feeding, (laughs) like, this lust and sin, like, directly into your soul. Yeah, you're like feeding you're, it. you're, you're yeah. feeding yourself. Yeah, taking in via your eyes feeds your heart and your mind and your soul.
0: The last part of that verse, the pride of life.
1: Mhm.
2: That kind of fits in, you know, cuz look at the culture today. Um I'm just
0: going to like say bro culture cuz it, it's just really it's just kind of like I don't know. It's just man culture like in a way, um, single man culture or like a uh, mm. fast life man culture mm. where it's, it's, it's cool. It's prideful to build up, you know, your stable of, of women you've been with, of women you, you hook up with currently. How, how many of them do you have in rotation or like whatever, you know, it's a, it's a pride thing.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I, that, that verse stuck out to me a bunch cause it was it nailed them off flesh eyes and pride yeah and look at look at how things are portrayed today you know with um with certain festivals mm. you know there is a certain pride there's they're trying to portray a certain pride to sexual promiscuity and a certain pride to just giving into your primal urges mhm you know it's weird whereas before you know I, I feel like a little self control was a good thing to have. It's yeah, it was good respected. So, it's respected a bit more. in the Bible. We there are count. I wish I had the verse for that, but in the Bible, um, there's countless spots. I'm pretty sure I remember of of. Um, oh, dang it! I forgot what I was gonna say. Darn. Uh,
1: it will come back to
0: you. Control, self control, and that'll come back to me. Hmm. But, um, oh, yeah, sorry, d- of denying yourself,
2: yes. of
0: denying yourself, you know, of these of these urges, urges and these desires that are not of, they're, they're of they're this not world. Of God. Yeah, you know, they're not, not of God. Mm-mm. God didn't put these in us. No. We did this. Yes. From our fall. Yes. And there's no escaping it, mm-mm. unfortunately. Um, it's, yeah, it's wild. Um, I wanted to drop that little verse in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. Get too stuck on it, though. The, um, it's a good one, though, because it encompasses all of that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I love that one. Um, that was First John 2.16, if y'all wanted to check that out. Um, yeah, I mean, and like I was just saying, you know, it's promote, promoted as, so. The, when I say it, uh, sexual immorality.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What is that? Um, I'm just going to lump in a couple quick ones here. Uh, that's adultery. Mm-hmm. That's masturbation. Mm-hmm. That's lustful thoughts even just looking and um at some cleavage and lusting that's a sin uh sexual impurity um homosexuality mm-hmm. um geez, i you can go on and on uh those are i guess some of like the the the, the, big, ones. the big ones that stick out to me that are very obvious right and then you, of course you have the way worse ones like incest and mm. animal stuff child abuse Th- yes. the way dark things yes yes which um you know Which I want to point out that throughout time, culture changes, you know, um, some things have not really changed. There are still a lot of sexual things that are still to this day, very taboo, Mm -hmm. you know, but as times go on, you're, we're starting to see some other ones break down, um, where things are now ushered in as normal um and i just want to say that that's where does that end you know if we're just going to go along with what culture says is okay and what society says is okay where does that end Mm. you know if, if we're not tying any of this to some sort of morality and there's no god aspect or if there's no right and wrong if people are just out here um supposed to experience and Grow themselves through these experiences or whatever they think they're doing. Where's the end?
1: Mm.
0: You know, wh- at what point is is enough is, enough? Is enough enough? Or, or at what point will nothing be taboo? Exactly. That's the thing. You know, you, people are like, okay, yeah, you know, we should homosexuality fine now. It's different now. Mm-hmm. Um, marriage between man and woman. That's fine now. It's different now. Uh, sex with animals. Mm. <laughs> who's gonna say when, when all morality is thrown out the window where does the moral line end up is what i'm saying
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know um but yeah it's it's just a, a strange thing when these things are promoted as a form of liberation
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it it's it's twisted and gray where you know even what in the in the civil rights movement You have, we have all these like new freedoms that people rightfully should have had, like voting and women's rights and all that stuff. And the breaking down of segregation, huge wins,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: huge wins, but, but stuffed in there, we saw like this, this radical explosion of sexual freedom. Yes. And it's, it's, you know, kind of maybe it got out of hand. I don't know.
1: Oh, it absolutely did. Who knows? But it's like, did they mean for it to get out of hand? Probably not. Hmm. Or did they? I I kind of lean towards, yes. Mm. I think the powers that be, mm-hmm. not not the powers of the lightness, you know, not the powers of the light, but the powers of the dark. The dark powers. The dark powers.
0: sway and control.
1: Yeah, I think they knew very well where this was going to end up. What they were promoting. Lead. Yeah.
0: In the 60s and oh yeah, things like that.
1: Yep. And it's all about you know, pushing tolerance and pushing tolerance and letting like the taboo stuff become the norm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I know this is super dark, but I'm sure that it is going to lead to legality of like pedophilia. Whoa. Eventually, I know. I know. I hate to say that, but it's heading that way. It would
0: appear and, so. Yeah. With I mean, a number of states um, has legislation on the ballots and bills coming up to decriminalize. Certain crimes, uh, you see in other states the reduction of the age of consent.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you have in the last couple of years TED Talks,
1: mm. oh, yeah, bringing
0: to light this minor attracted persons idea.
1: Yes, hmm. Very disturbing stuff Mm. indeed. And my Christian brothers and sisters out there, we cannot allow that to happen.
0: I think we should be more vocal about it. Yeah, as um people who are against this sort of thing,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I think you know we have to be more vocal and and hard lined about it. I I think this um tiptoeing around this sort of like social like softness we're doing you know like oh we don't we don't want to offend anybody we don't want to say anything wrong we don't want to sound archaic or whatever mm. they're gonna call people who still believe in religion or morals because mm-hmm. uh, apparently if you have morals like that you're just archaic
1: exactly you're just a caveman yeah
0: anyhow um so i yeah, side topic. We should probably take a harder stance on things like that as as adults and humans.
1: Absolutely. Got to protect those kids, man. Yeah. They're it's our strange. future. Yeah. It's
0: really strange. What about uh, TikTok and OnlyFans?
1: <laughs> I'm actually not very familiar with them, I'll be completely honest, because I mm-hmm. don't even have a TikTok account. and I definitely don't have an OnlyFans account.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> we do an all Jesus-based one? Like, just <laughs> scriptures? There we go. That throw him for a loop.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, man. So yeah, TikTok, OnlyFans, it kind of goes in the social media thing, but, and uh, with how accessible it is, but now you have the monetization of essentially the prostitution of yourself. Right. It's really weird. That
1: is really weird. That is really weird. That is so strange. And I feel like I live under a rock because I literally don't pay attention to any of that stuff.
0: Yeah, OnlyFans is like Facebook, but with you make you make porn content. That's wow. it. And then people pay you five dollars a month or whatever you set your price at. Oh my god. And you got like you got like people who are making like well over a million dollars a year just doing this. Wow. So you you have this thing where they monetized it. They've tricked you into thinking that (laughs) this is where your value is Mm -hmm. with your outwardly fleshly being, Mm -hmm. you know, with your body. And then they just gave you us a platform to do that to ourselves. It's interesting.
1: It's very interesting.
0: Hmm. TikTok too. TikTok's a weird thing. Like if people say, you know, what's like Chinese or like it's from the Chinese government or something like that. Yeah. It, it's all weird. Yeah. It's all strange. We're like being bombarded with yeah. with essentially dark, devious content. Yeah. All the time.
1: Yeah, I've heard and I don't know if it's a conspiracy theory or not, but yeah, with the whole China thing and TikTok, it's like our version of TikTok, the one that they feed to us Americans, you mm. know, is definitely different than the version that they have for their own people, yeah. Um, like their their version apparently is a lot more, you know, people succeeding and being smart.
0: Yeah, I heard it's like cool, like science videos, yeah, and like, like engineering teaching stuff, teaching them things. Yeah, I,
1: and then we're is, like over here, like ours are like showing kids to eat Tide Pods. Ours are like and t- kill tide themselves pod and all uh, kinds of like blackmail. Isn't that like where the the Momo thing is?
0: Oh yeah. That's yeah. right. That's yeah, exactly. It's it another challenge one of those weird things the kids are like.
1: They're blackmailing.
0: Blackmailing these kids and they're committing suicide and yeah. like crazy stuff.
1: Yeah. So, TikTok is terrible? It's dark. I do not suggest TikTok to anybody. No,
0: no nobody. Nobody no. should have TikTok. It's it's man. Yeah. And what and like side note, like that sort of content, you know, like the Instagram short reels, the TikTok 15-second videos. Uh, there's so many articles now about how that's reprogramming our brain. These short little 15-second clips mm-hmm. and we're like next, 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 next. It's like doing a thing to our brain mm-hmm. where we can't even like focus very longer. We have like a the window is now like 15-30 seconds or something and then it's next.
1: So is that what my problem is? Could be. <laughs> could be my terrible terrible short-term memory <laughs> <laughs> who knows i mean span.
0: shoot i i know i know i'm 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 susceptible too because i like i said i have instagram i, I love <laughs> i love shooting sports i love racing I love car stuff I love military footage war footage war history mm-hmm. like you my facebook or my, my instagram is crazy yeah, like I got like Ukraine footage and like all sorts of wild stuff. Yeah, right? your
1: Instagram is way cooler than mine. Like it's <laughs> way more interesting. I don't know
0: cooler. It's way well, more intense. That's
1: true. But yeah, like you'll be scrolling through and I'm always like looking at your phone because mine is like cor- mine's like porgy puppies and like German <laughs> shepherds and just like. I don't even know. Mine's so uh, whatever. Anyways, but, but, but that, the the occasional half naked person. The apparently. occasional, yeah. We'll slip it in there. Like how? They'll slip, <laughs> it, like, in how? They will slip at, it in there. I'm looking at corgi puppies. How did that become a thing? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But anyway,
0: Here, for the guys out there, here's an Instagram test. Go to your Instagram. Hit the eyeglass button to search. And immediately on that screen, don't scroll. If you don't even have to scroll and there's three to four half naked women on the search page, then there's a problem. Oh, because what is it saying? It's saying your algorithm is flesh. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's legit. Wow. It's legit. It, it's, it's, the way it is. That's how they have it programmed, but you'll be bombarded with it. It's like an echo chamber of your thoughts. Whoa. You know what I mean? hmm It's trippy. Whoa. So, yeah, I started paying attention to that in the last year, no doubt. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? The big one, too? Hmm. Tattoos. As soon as you like one or two tattoo things or, or something like that on Instagram, because tattoos are all over the body, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there you go. Wow. There you go. But anyways, yeah. Sound like some Puritans over here, guys. Oh, but I know. I'm I know. serious. I know it sounds like... Like we're a bunch of Amish over here yeah. or something, you know, man. But this it's is just so important,
1: though. It's so important. If you're a Christian, you're a believer of Jesus. It's so important.
0: This stuff is the leaven. Yes. Just a little bit is going to corrupt. Just even if it's like you're you're in the, you know, you're, you're. uh, You wake up in the morning, you're doing your daily check, right? Emails, whatever, social media, what messages. And you don't want to start your day like that Mm -mm. because that's all I could take. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, it happens to me all the time. I see like one depressing video the rest of the day. I'm like, oh gosh. Or I see one like news thing, a little bit of like doom porn, Mm -hmm. some doom news. And then bam, I'm like in that fearful mindset all day. or. You know, you wake up with, you see lust right away. You're going to be in a lustful mindset the rest of the day. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's just the way our mind works.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I like, but, I really like that Bible app thing. Oh yeah, phone. the Bible
0: app's wonderful for starting your morning off on yeah. the right foot. Yeah. You know, even if it's, if, guys, even if, if you're not a reader, I get it. I'm, I'm not a huge reader,
1: mm-hmm. Me neither. but I
0: read every day. You know what I mean? Articles, information, research. Things like that. But um, if you're not a huge reader I, I would, and you're looking to get into the Word, I would highly suggest you download the Bible app because at the very least you can get these little verses of the day that are nice ways to dip your toe in, get the ball rolling, kind of snowball it. I, I, I kind of snowball it like I'll do verse of the day and then oh, what was I reading yesterday or the day before? Okay, pick up. Where's my bookmark? You know,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's cool. It's a cool app.
1: Yeah, for but sure.
0: You were saying that... Uh, it's important for a as a Christian, somebody who's actually trying to walk this walk and and be in the Word and uh, live righteously. Uh, it's important
1: mm-hmm.
0: because, in my opinion, because there are real effects.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: That that t- that will happen when the leaven starts to enter your life like this. Oh, for sure. Um,
1: and I have to admit, you yeah. know, like. So for me personally, and it is like kind of embarrassing to to talk about this, but, um, you know, I have dealt with porn addiction, not nearly not nearly like like a crazy, crazy, like got to have it hours and hours a day. But definitely when you're bored, you know, Um, you dabble. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always kind of struggled with that for years. Yeah. Um, again, I think from being exposed to the internet at a fairly young age and all of that stuff, it just kind of snowballs over over time. And things have been getting like more and more extreme as the years go on, um in general, um, as far as like what's out there, what's accessible. So anyway, I, I've always kind of struggled with that personally, and it's always been like a deep, dark thing of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, when when we really started to go to church, you know, and when God still blessed me with the gift of music, despite his knowing that I still was secretly struggling with this, Mm -hmm. um, this thing, you know, he, he still chose to, to bless me, give me that gift anyway. And then once I actually did become part of the worship team and started to play, you know, Mm -hmm. up on stage, be, be put in that position of leadership, mm-hmm. that's when I was super convicted, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like super convicted. I mean, I think I lasted all of about a week maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> into it where I finally, like I was, I, I knew that I was still struggling with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was still a bad habit of mine. And I knew that I could not rid myself of it on my own. Yeah, And it finally got to a point where I cried out to God and I actually just wrote it down mm. on a piece of paper. Okay. And when I wrote mm-hmm. it down on that piece of paper, it was like God finally took it and he got rid of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, you know, again, it's hard because we're infiltrated all the time. It's like everywhere you look. Yeah. It's really hard. You have to make a conscious effort to not look.
2: Yeah, totally.
1: Um, but that desire, that deep dark desire, is like gone. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. If I'm bored, I don't turn to porn. Mm-hmm. You know, to fill and that it, time. That's
0: true. It's like a boredom thing. Yeah,
1: like, for sure.
0: Yeah, because that's what it was for me too. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like I have this time. Mm-hmm. You know, and even, and even for for the longest time too, it was for me. It was like, um, not even watching. Porn, mm-hmm. it would just be like a maintenance masturbation
1: <laughs> yeah
0: like a it was just maintenance yeah like it was part of a like a okay i shower i brush my teeth or like whatever it was part of like a, a routine yeah whereas and and as far as like maintenance goes that's like a weird thing too because it's part of um what what is like my like a daily maintenance routine is I'm trying to like a visual I'm seeing it. it's like a a sustainment Mm. you know it my regimen back then was a sustainment of my life and part of sustaining my life included that too yeah so it's it it's it's a weird thing where it it wasn't even uh yeah majority of my life it wasn't like a man it was probably pre-20s it was definitely like lust and porn and all that then and then 20s later was just maintenance.
1: Mm.
0: Like that it was, it's weird.
1: It was just part of your, your routine.
0: Exactly. It was just upkeep. Yep. yep. Like, am I, am I going to go out to like a party or something or something or like a high lust event? Mm-hmm. I better ma- do this maintenance thing.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm serious. Yeah, it's no, like, a, know, it's, I it's know. an actual thought and it's, I'm pretty sure it's a common thought with men, mm. you know, like if you're going to go to the club or something, if you're going to go out. Oh yeah. It was something about Mary. He does that.
2: Oh.
0: He's like, dude, you can't go out there with a loaded gun. (laughs) Remember? And the hair gel. Oh, yeah. That's what he's doing. He's doing a maintenance. Oh, my god. A maintenance session. And that's its own weird thing. It's like it's part of your life. Wow. You know?
1: Yeah. It's strange. And so
0: essentially, like, what are you doing? You're saying that that's a part of your life and God's not.
1: Exactly.
0: You're substituting this for that. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah. It's really. And, and so the effects, like what are the effects that it's going to have on a person, on a relationship? Mm. There's a bunch.
1: It's very negative effects. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's weird too. Like even being in a marriage, you know, a normal man-woman marriage, right? Mm-hmm. Biblical mm-hmm. marriage. It's like society has still twisted that. Into, um, making it seem like incorporating porn into your love life with one another to it it will enrich your love life. Right, right. You know, it can spark the mood Mm -hmm. or like whatever. But like in reality, you're essentially bringing whatever person you're watching on screen. You're bringing them into like your relationship in a weird way
0: with your thoughts.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's like, are you really thinking about your wife? You know, like. When when you're actually making love mm-hmm. after you guys just got done watching a pornography together, mm-hmm. it's like I I don't know yeah you know I don't know yeah but it's true. it definitely affects your your performance your mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. just everything it's uh
0: <sighs> it's like diluting yeah diluting the sense of intimacy so if you're a married couple and you know, you're you bringing in porn and things like that for whatever reason, whatever goal. Mm. You're essentially diluting your intimacy.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: You, you may think you're doing a positive or supporting this thing you want to do, which is be intimate with your loved one. But in my opinion, in, in the opinion of scripture, it's a dilution
2: mm-hmm.
0: of intimacy. It's a false sense of intimacy.
2: Mm-hmm. Not so, to mention
0: uh, a lot of these, like a lot of these productions and porn stars and all that, they don't want to be doing this crap. Exactly. Most, of, I would imagine a lot of them, if given any other opportunity to make the same money would. They would yeah. would do, do something things. else. You know, they would do a, something else. Yeah. Not to mention the, you know, the, the, um, you know, sex trafficking aspect, The women who could be potentially under some sort of, like, mind control or, like, through abuse Mm
2: -hmm. and
0: through, you know, the reduction of, like, their self-image and their self-worth and um, the drug abuse and all of that stuff. There's an entire crap storm of issues with the porn industry,
1: Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's so true.
0: So dilution of intimacy. Um, What about, like... Unreal expectations of your self-image.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah, it definitely sets. How how
0: do you, guys? How do you think it feels to your wife when you're looking at this kind of porn and she doesn't look like that, Mm -hmm. or she doesn't do that, or anything? You know, I, I would. I'm assuming that it feels terrible. You know, if if you're a wife and you're not into this, but you know your husband has this like type or something, mm-hmm. it probably feels weird.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't know. Like,
0: are it's, you? Are the women thinking like they're not enough? You know.
1: Exactly. They're
0: more attracted to this video.
1: Exactly. There's a
0: virtual woman that you didn't ever even met before.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, versus you, that's just like right there. Yeah. In the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. But but
0: she's not like a triple D or whatever the case may be.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: so this unreal expectation, Mm -hmm. you know, that the what you're watching is a production. There's lights, cameras, angles, there's makeup, there's all this stuff. You know, it's like this unreal expectation of what should be a close, personal, intimate
2: action.
1: Exactly. God created sex to be a beautiful thing Mm -hmm. between a man and and a wife. And, you know, we've, society has perverted it Mm -hmm. big time. It's twisted it, has said that's not enough. God's design and his gift to us is not enough.
0: Right, oh, right, right. Mm -hmm. We have
1: to enhance it with With toys or with porn or with, whatever else sure. you know insert whatever else you know and the the natural intimacy is not sufficient anymore mm. and that's what at least that's what the world wants you to think yeah but
2: hmm.
1: yeah
0: yeah strange and, and like why don't people why do they feel like they need these extra things you know, I wonder how much of that is because of the other overexposure to you know these images and themes
1: I think it has a lot to do with that, yeah,
0: probably you know
1: it's everywhere
0: mm. not to mention like all the the prevalence of the shows that like uh you know that encourage um, like swinger type mm. ideas you know like um or. Or polygamous relationships, like on some other shows on TV that have been popular in the past. Mm-hmm. Things like that, sort of glamorized.
1: Yeah, for sure. And like, I know from experience with, you know, when I was out in the dating world, it was so prevalent. Like, the guys were so low quality as far as like relationship material. Mm and being in a relationship was the last thing that they wanted Mm -hmm. and they would even preface that you know you go out on a date and it's like the first thing out of their mouth is like yeah I'm not really looking for anything serious
0: right just
1: looking for fun time
0: yeah it's like a code statement yeah it's like I
1: hope you don't expect anything to really come of this you know you might sleep with me but like don't expect a second date or a third date. You know what I mean? Or like,
0: Hey, my name is Jason. I'm just here for an awkward tomorrow morning, uh, <laughs> an expensive dinner and possibly herpes.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And now I'm Nothing even serious. Essentially. Nah. Right. Yeah. And now I'm hearing like some guys are like straight up refusing to even pay for dinner sometimes. Nice. Like I'm like, wow, <laughs> just it just took a total low oh, geez. low point now. Wow. Yeah. And that's supposed to like liberate or like make the woman feel. More, ah, yeah, yeah. You know? Destroying
0: the patriarchy. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. I could buy that. Yeah. Pick it up dinner and stuff. Yeah. Man, where like, was that back in the day? <laughs> Jeez. My goodness. <laughs> just
1: like, don't even get a free dinner out of it anymore. It's, it's like, weird. Nope.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's strange. Wow. It is really weird. So such confusing times. But I mean, hey, was that not prophesized?
1: Exactly. Amen.
0: Amen to that. Oh, boy. What other effects are we looking at here? I'm another one that I, I wrote down was um, corrupted thoughts and impure thoughts. Mm. That's a real effect. Like I said before, it kind of goes with the unreal expectations, but you start your morning with sex and porn. Uh, how do you think you're gonna view, you know, the people you encounter the rest of your day?
2: Mm.
0: You know, it, it's, yeah. You wanna start, are so many sayings, right? Um, your breakfast is the most important meal of the day. And that could, what is your breakfast? <laughs>
1: Exactly. You know,
0: that could be applied in so many ways. Or uh, what's the other one where you want to start your morning off on the right foot? Mm. What foot is
2: that? You yeah. know,
0: what, what foot is that in your life? Because for a lot of people, it's, it's sexual desire. They fulfill their sexual desire immediately. And then maybe again later on and then so on and so on, you know. So these things are like corrupting your thoughts throughout the day. Yeah. You know, and, yeah.
1: That's what I'm telling you, man. The Bible app is where it's at. Seriously. I'm glad
0: you said that because it kind of segues into what exactly do you do then? Uh, Yeah. You know? Okay. We know that uh, the desires are real. Mm -hmm. Check. We know that they're built into us because of our fall. Mm -hmm. Check. We know that we should resist these thoughts. We should repent for them. We should not think these thoughts mm-hmm. right we should Check turn away there. from that we should turn away from it so how do you do that
1: discipline and being in the word
0: boom i like that and it's a prayer. good start discipline and being in the word what does that look like being in the word
1: bible app <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is not a paid advertisement no. folks. If the bible <laughs> app is listening to this though
1: yeah yeah you know
0: we're trying to recoup our studio costs. It's not much. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Um,
1: <laughs> Take some sponsors. <laughs> um.
0: oh, but anyhow, you're right. So being in the word, what does being in the word look like to you?
1: Uh, it's starting, like for me personally, you know, I do like to try to make a conscious effort every single morning now before I even log into my work computer. Mm. Um before I check Facebook or anything like that, I do like to see what that word of the day is. Yeah. And I also try to do the guided prayer every morning too. Mm. That's been helping me a oh, lot yeah, personally. Oh yeah, that's cool. I saw that yeah. they
0: have a little video attached to those too. Those are, you know, yeah. Those explanation or something. Exactly. And, and it kind just kind
1: of cool. gives you prompts for like what to yeah. lay down at, you know, God's feet and stuff for the sure. day. And it does help you get on that good foot. the rest of your day it's good breakfast a good healthy Mm -hmm. breakfast absolutely gluten-free yes gluten free um (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that's for me personally that's been a huge help um just getting my day started the right way Mm -hmm. it also sets my you know my mindset and it it helps me overcome a lot of the obstacles that are thrown my way throughout the day, whether it's work or anything else, Mm -hmm. you know, it helps me approach it a little bit calmer, Mm -hmm. a little bit more clear headed. Definitely. Um, And yeah, it just puts things into perspective more. Like, should I really be getting uh, upset about this one thing? Is it really going to matter in the end or, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that.
0: Absolutely. So I think um, what's good about being in the word Uh, especially something that I notice, and and this goes for, uh, feeling upset, feeling, you know, whether I'm angry, sad, resentful or whatever it's, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. Like you could just read a few verses, like at least for me, I, I I know, I know I'm speaking for others out there though. Just a few verses will instantly turn my heart or if not turn my heart, will immediately bring in another sense of emotion, which is usually guilt. Mm. You know, it usually brings me to a realization of why I'm feeling like this. And generally, you know, I shouldn't be feeling like that. You know, so being in the word is important um, because it's going to change your heart. Oh, absolutely. It's going to make you disgusted. If you struggle with sexual immorality, then being in the word is going to root that out just based on sheer, sheer emotion, just your sheer emotion it's going to bring is going to cause the change. You're going to start to feel gross about it.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And don't get me wrong. People stumble. Mm-hmm. You know, people stumble. And but the thing is, is when you stumble, you immediately feel gross.
1: Exactly. It's like,
0: oh, my gosh.
1: Why did I do that again?
0: You know, like, come on, really? <laughs> yeah. and, but but that's but that's good because you're, you're recognizing your fault.
1: Yeah. And then you, you know? can repent. Repent. And and that's what God wants. He wants a repentant heart.
0: That's right. God knows you're going to sin. He's not.
1: He knows. He's not blind. Jesus was a man. You know, he lived and walked this earth.
0: He He was
1: exposed to all of this temptation. He didn't give in to any of it, but he knows that it exists. He knows what we're up against. Yes. And so he knows that we, again, we're fallen people. Mm -hmm. We're gonna fall. Mm-hmm. But that's why he has grace towards us as that's long right. as we're repentant. And honestly, once you do truly accept Jesus into your heart, it will convict you.
0: You'll feel super convicted about your actions. Oh, absolutely. And your thoughts. Yes. So that's a huge one. Be in the word for a change of heart. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then another one, like one of the most obvious is, obvious ones would be pray for the removal of this urge. Yes. Which we have a Psalm for. Yes. It's Psalm 51. I'm sorry, which one? No, nope, wrong 139. one. 139. <laughs> Psalm 139, 23 through 24. Nikki, would you read that for us?
1: Yes, it says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Yeah. Search Boom. my
0: heart. I love that Mm -hmm. because he does, even if you're not going to ask him to, he's gonna, he does, but let him know that this is your goal. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know, let him know that Lord father, I would love for you to just remove this from me. Strengthen me to turn away from it. Strengthen me to stay away from it. Just ask him.
1: Yes. Just ask. That's what I did when I wrote it down on the piece of paper. I was like, I'm done with this. Yeah. And I can't do this on my own. So here you go, God, take care of it, please. It's pretty straightforward. It's very straightforward.
0: I mean, most people be like, I've asked him for a Ferrari or something or mm. I asked him for the house and he didn't get, that's, I don't know, guys, that's, that's different. a little different. This is about your sin. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a cry for help. This, when you asked, when, when you asked Jesus to remove something like this from your, from your body, from your mind, you're like essentially, picture yourself just drowning and you're just like legit calling out to save your life. That's that kind of prayer. It's a little different than any other sort of, you know, petty prayer that you may have for physical things or material things, things, worldly things, whatever. This is a cry for help. Yeah. He's going to hear you. Yeah. But, um.
1: And he listens.
0: And he listens, man. Uh, another thing I wrote down here too that I mentioned I've been doing over the past year or so. Cleanse and purge your social media. Yes. Pound the table right there.
1: Yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> just do it. I'm telling you, it's rewarding. I I I like it. I like having just a clean. It's like a clean slate. Like I don't feel like I'm like doing anything wrong when I'm scrolling now.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can
0: feel good about it. Yeah. But um, yeah, clean purge your, purge your social media. Get rid of like the I don't, man. I'm trying to think like what most guys. I don't even know. But just. Eh,
1: like you, you know said, the pages, guys. Yeah, do that search, like you said.
0: Go to your Instagram, click on the hour or the search button, and what pops up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Take take notice, take captive these thoughts, and just take notice of what you know the what what media, your devices, and your mind is feeding you. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, cleanse and purge your social media. Uh oh yeah. Let somebody know. Ah, uh, have somebody help to keep you accountable.
1: What is that scripture? Which one? Oh man, is there a good one for that?
0: I'm sure there we is. We do
1: have one for that, but I, well, I know one for that, but I didn't write it down. Oh dang it! Dang. Oh man, it's about let your let your struggles be made known. Oh, yeah. To one another. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For the, um, the prayers of a righteous person. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, man. I am so sorry, everybody. I'm completely blanking.
0: Let's see. Here we go. The book of James. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. That one? Yes. So there you go, folks. That's the book of James uh, 5.16. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Let's break that down. I just said, let somebody know that you're struggling with this. That's so they actually can...
1: the prior verse talks about.
0: Oh, the, so 15?
1: Yes. Let me get there. Yeah.
0: So I just said, you know, let somebody know that you're struggling. That person can help keep you accountable. Okay. And that person should then be praying for you. Mm-hmm. And we can see in James that the prayer of a righteous person hits hard. It's a sledgehammer. Yeah. So that, that's going to help. It's going to be embarrassing. You know, I'm, I mean, hopefully you have somebody that you could open up to. You know, I pray that you, know, you have people in your life like that that care for you and would be willing to be that person for you and talk about these uncomfortable things. You know, I, I pray that, that that person's there for you shoot if you need me to be that person shoot me an email
1: yeah whatever i'll do it i'll
0: shoot you an email once a day but like yo step away i, could,
1: <laughs> Don't I do can it. only imagine
0: what you're looking at no i'm just kidding <laughs> but really though let me know I, I could do that for you i'll shoot you a text Absolutely. Um, um
1: what is it so what's what's the verse again
0: okay therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working.
1: Boom. There it is. There you go. Yeah, that's so important.
0: So Yeah, confess your sins to one another. Yeah. You know, if, if, if yeah, if you're struggling, just
2: get you know, out there. You know
1: what's interesting, too, is like hmm. a lot of the times you think that it's this deep, dark thing. Oh, right. right. And you hold on to it. I know that I did for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And when you bring it to light around your brothers and sisters in Christ or your good friends or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, you realize a lot of the times they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I dealt with that, too. It's not. It's like these aren't <laughs>
0: groundbreaking. There's nothing new under the sun. No. Also biblical. Yeah. But <laughs> th- there's, there is isn't. No. It's the same old stuff. It's the same lust. It's the same murder. It's the same mm-hmm. tyranny. It's all the same crap.
1: Yeah, but it's so easy for when you do hold these things, these sins in darkness, Mm -hmm. you know, they have a tendency to blow up in your mind and turn into like this even bigger thing. Mm -hmm. And unless you let it out and confess and repent and, you know, lean on your other brothers and sisters around you, you know, it's going to eat you alive. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you people, you know, it's, you're, you're not alone in this. We all deal with sins one way or another. It doesn't have to be a uh, sexual in nature. It can be something else, but, um, I just, I know that when I've talked to others about it, it was just a huge weight lifted when I realized that I wasn't alone
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it was extremely encouraging and You know, you're able to bounce ideas off of each other, you know, encouragement, all of that stuff, you know, and then you can lift each other up in prayer. And that's amazing Mm -hmm. to know you have people in your corner helping you. And
0: uh, it's huge. It's big. It's support systems. A beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. I'm very thankful for our church again. We say that all the time, but it's so true. It's
0: true, guys. We're not like just talking it up. It really changed our lives. Mm -hmm. Um, I never would have thought that <laughs> I would be doing this or at a, at a at a church as often as I am, or
2: mm-hmm. speaking
0: freely with other men about things. It's 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 a wonderful thing. I feel so a part of of a community. I feel a part of a family. I feel like I have an outlet to express like my woes and my feelings. Um, I feel a support system. I feel like if we were ever in need or in trouble, I feel like we would have a number of people who would be there helping us. Mm-hmm. Um, I can just go on and on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I feel like, you know, I could, if I got some free time, I feel like I can make three calls and we're doing something. Exactly. You know what I mean? Whether we're going to take a walk, whether we're going to go shooting, uh, hiking, whatever, go mm-hmm. fishing. I've, I have a stable, strong brothers who would do that with me.
1: Yeah, we're very blessed. And sisters,
0: we could go out and whatever. We go out to dinner. Yep. Just being, we're doing life together.
1: Exactly. It's so important.
0: It's cool. I really, I really enjoy the, the, uh, the whole package. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I dig it. Yeah. I mean, that's really what we had there for what to do, man. Have, what have you guys tried? Have you guys have any other techniques on how you overcame this or how you're still currently fighting it? Let mm-hmm. us know. Shoot us an email, sanctifiedstudio at gmail.com. Yeah. We had one more um, verse written down. I don't think we covered Why don't you drop it in here? Uh, Psalms 51, uh, 10.
1: Yes. Uh, more no. about
0: what to do about this issue you're struggling with.
1: Yeah. So it's just another prayer that you can, you know, keep close to your heart. But. It says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So anytime that, you know, you're facing kind of temptations or anything like that, that's a good one to hold close, to kind of meditate on, and to hopefully, possibly, you know, pull you out of those moments of temptation. I know that that's kind of worked for me in the past, too. If I'm feeling a sudden, like, pull or something to look at something not, Mm. Not right. You know, if, if I just say that verse in my mind, it kind of like knocks those temptations down. Totally.
0: Gives you a little bit of strength
1: mm-hmm. to resist. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. It's another part of just like the armor of God, you yeah. know, too, and all of that good stuff. So, yep, yep. Yeah. Just That's right. Armor yourself up with the word and. Yeah, lift it up. Like we
0: said before, lift it up to God, let him know you're struggling, and let him know your intentions.
1: Yeah.
0: And I, I would imagine he's going to show up. In a big he way. Will, he will start to transform. Yep. But just remember that um, wherever there is light, darkness can't be.
1: Exactly. Shine that light.
0: You shine your light and the darkness will flee.
1: Exactly. Amen.
0: Amen. But man, that was a good episode.
1: I th- I think so. <laughs> I hope I so. so. I hope you guys like it.
0: hope you guys liked it. Um, what a touchy topic, huh? In today's uh, social atmosphere and current of you know events and our time here, it's it's a it's just so like center stage,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but
0: it's such a, a touchy topic. Yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the. Um, hope you guys enjoyed the scripture. I hope you enjoyed the talk. Uh, us opening it up to you as well.
1: Um, but yeah. Yeah. We're being a little vulnerable with this one. Being vulnerable Not with lie. this one. Yeah, but I mean, God, like I said, God convicted me and he said, you know, you guys need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so here it is. Absolutely. So thank awesome. you all for listening.
0: Yeah. We love you guys. Uh, we appreciate the support. Um, We've had a number of people come up to us and give us just incredible, loving feedback.
1: Mm-hmm. we always appreciate that
0: appreciate our biggest supporters out there mm-hmm. man you guys know who you are carrie bonnie <laughs> the mead family patrice patrice babo babo i love you guys man
1: yeah sage
0: sage <laughs> all you guys your words of encouragement are uh, are felt yeah we feel the love
1: yeah for sure um oh christina
0: christina yeah oh
1: man my goodness we love Shoot. you we love you <laughs> my
0: parents your parents my God. my goodness yeah. the support is real guys we love you so much yeah uh, it was all for the glory of God yes but again we love you guys thanks for listening this is Sanctified Studio Jason and Nikki signing out on this lovely night yes you guys take care of your families be with each other we yep. love you
1: God bless
0: God bless you guys bye bye